0: Amen. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sister Comfort and Pastor, for the worship. There's nobody like God. You know, We don't need somebody to tell us the revelation of his presence. It's yes. a, it's a, there's no way, you know, I think Paul said it to himself like, the, you know, out of everything we've seen, you know, in the world, you know, God is revealing himself to every. To all of us, so we there's no way for us to deny and say yes. hey, maybe there's an argument, mm-hmm. you know that that he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So for us, you know, he, we we just pray for him to continually reveal himself for us, for mm-hmm. us to be like him. Yes, you know, as we as he continues to reveal his character, yes. as he continues to reveal his his desires for us, yes. I pray that we can key onto that you know, to key onto those characters, to key in his presence so that we will be fully transformed to the image of his son in Jesus. And Amen. 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 So thank you very much. Thank you once again for the opportunity to be the, uh, to, uh, to, to to gather together to talk about this. I think today is going to be a very open conversation because every one of us, we've actually, you know, come in contact as in with a encountered the Holy Spirit. We yes. can encounter Christ in many yes. manifest ways. So it's better for us to really reveal yes. that to each other, to yes. build each other up. Yes. Like so, instead of you know me making everything about you know <laughs> myself or trying to actually exhibit human knowledge. I think most of us can testify, yes. you yes. know, yes. with the words of our testimony, we yes. are overcomers already. So for the the big questions today, you know, for us on this line and many people that are going to hear. One way or the other, even though you don't know, you know, you know, you don't know who Christ is, mm. Christ is revealing himself through different situations through, you know, even your children to you for you to be able to come to God. He said the kingdom of God is at hand and Christ is the bringer of that good news for us not to continue to live, you know, in, in, in live, live in our old self, but to be renewed and to come to the Father. And to come to life eternal. So for us, the big question is, you know, is you know, is Christ? Does Christ live? Did He ever exist? That is not a quite big question to us because in our hearts we know He lives in us, and and He has come to save us. You know, but we've seen, you know, testimonies. We've been revealed to, and we will continue to be revealed to. So today, I think it's going to be very open for us to be able to reveal. You know, who Christ? Who Christ is in our hearts? You know, who He? Who he is? You know, to us is our Messiah. And today, the, the Bible reading is taken from Romans nine verse five. And our topic today is a con- continuation of all the topics about big questions regarding our faith. You know, these are really big questions. But to us, you know, the Holy Spirit is telling us it's not a big question because. You know, he's the one that's illuminating the word of God to our heart. He's the one that's revealing the mind of God to us, and you know, the mind of God is telling us that we are His creation, and everything you know, that we've been revealed to, it's being confirmed by Himself. So we don't even have to struggle about it. But it's still a big question because we see we are still going to be a vessel to be to use to reveal Christ. So what if we come in contact with people still questioning the? you know, origin of our religion or our beliefs or our faith. We still need to actually,
1: you know,
0: be able to reveal that to people. So, let me quickly read from Romans 9, 1 to 5 so we can quickly go. I have some scriptures, but I think it's very important, like I said, to quickly run through it so every other person can, you know, you know, contribute. You see, I'm reading the New Living Translation, God's Selection of Israel, you know, Verse 1, with Christ as my witness, I speak with utter truthfulness. My conscience and the Holy Spirit confirm it. My heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief for my people, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I will be willing to be forever cursed, cut off from Christ, if that will save them. They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed his glory to them. He made covenants with them. And he gave them his law. He gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful promises. In verse 5, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are their ancestors. And Christ, Christ himself was an Israelite. As far as his human nature is concerned, he is God. Mm. The one who rules over everything and is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. 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 So the top uh, uh, text today it says Messiah, who is God over all, forever preached. Amen. Like what we have seen here, and um, many texts that we've read, you know, God, you know, Abraham, Jacob, even though there was, you know, there was maybe from their lineage, they knew they probably heard about God. But all these people that were talked about, God revealed himself to them. You see, you see, in verse uh, four, he said, "They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed His glory to them, and He made covenants with them. So it's not about what they were told. The covenants that were made were revealed to them, and Messiah is who is God. Overall, He will be forever praised in our in our lives in Jesus' name. So let me quickly go through." Uh, my, the text that I wanted to go through today before I read this and I'll rush to it because it's kind of long but it gives us another you know, thought and I think we've read some of this text before. In second uh, Corinthians uh, verse 4, it says, tre- treasure in fragile clay jars therefore since God in his mercy has given us this new way we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and on un- under undead methods, we don't try to trick anyone or to distort the word of God. We tell the truth before, before God and all who are honest know this. If the good news we preach is hidden beyond a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see this glorious light of the good news. They don't understand the message about the glory of Christ, who is exact, who is the exact likeness of God. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ Christ is Lord. And we ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let there be light in the, in the darkness, has made these light shine in our hearts. He has, like, uh, if I can stop there, God has revealed this, you know, he said he has made his light shine in us so that we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. God is the one revealing Christ to us. It's not that is based on what we were told, but himself is revealing that to us. We know, in verse 7, we say, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure of Christ living in us, you know. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side but by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our body continues to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying body. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith. The psalmist had when he said, I believe in God, so I spoke. We know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now, rather we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we, we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. The Lord bless the reading. I just wanted us to get that checked before I started reading today. For us to know that even, you know, it's, you know, it's not like Maybe based on the stories that was told us, you know, what we read in the Bible is being confirmed by the revelation of the, you know, by God's spirit revealing Christ to us. So Christ lives in us. So so let us let, just go through it today. Some people say that Jesus Christ never existed. A Christian minister writes, writes while skeptics may choose to reject Bible's moral message, they cannot deny its historical accuracy. Over twenty five thousand archaeological 25,000 archaeological finds demonstrate that people, places, and events mentioned in the Bible are real and accurately described. 25,000, no less. No archaeological finding has ever refuted the Bible. In fact, the descriptions in the Bible have often led to archaeologists to amazing discoveries. Non-Christian journalist Jeffrey Schiller, author of the book, Is the Bible True, concluded In extraordinary ways, modern archaeology is affirming the historical core of the Old and New Testaments. Supporting key portions of crucial Bible stories, Jesus' birth, ministry, death and resurrection, are irrefutable historical facts. Josephus, among the most renowned of Jewish historians, is attributed as writing this. Now, there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ. And when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men amongst us, had condemned him to the cross those that loved him at the first, did not forsake him. For for he appeared to them alive again in the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians, so named from him, are not extinct at this date. Jesus not not only lived, he died, that you might have eternal life. Receive him today as your savior. I think it's... Very self-explanatory, what we are talking about today. To us, these facts are being confirmed by the Holy Spirit. It's not based on what we were told only. And one of the things that is that makes us different from like, and which is always right, rightly, you know, talked about in this forum, is that the only separation for us and other religions is the fact that, you know, we can seek God directly, you know. We have, you know, God inside of us, which is his Holy Spirit living in us, revealing Christ to us every day. So for us, like Paul said in that thing, is it's confirmed, you know, by the Holy Spirit and my conscience. So God is, was revealed, you know, and God is revealing himself through his Spirit, telling us his mind, revealing Christ to us, And telling us that the only way to Him it is true. So for us, there's no question or uh, contradiction about who Christ is. And for us, maybe if we have opportunity to reveal who Christ is in us, that is why we have the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to now guide us in a guided way to be able to reveal who Christ is by the way we live to other people. So we don't have to actually try and get into an argument or try to actually you know, confirm what is being reconfirmed to us by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one that will lead us into answering these big questions if we are being questioned to reveal who God is in our life. We can only do it through the testimonies of his manifestation in our life and the revelation that he has given us. Let me go, uh, quickly read uh, another text before I continue. I'm going to read um, Galatians 1, 15 to 16. He said, but even before I was born, this is Paul, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then he pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I will proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. When this happened, I did not rush to consult with any human being. So it was not, you know, Paul heard about Jesus, but God Himself, true His Spirit, revealed
2: the to Paul. So archaeological
0: and God is every day through His Spirit revealing Christ to us. So. There's no contradiction. There's no doubt in our mind that he is our Messiah. And the only way to, to the Father it is through that revelation. So Christ lives in us. And also, i like to read Romans 8, verse 9 to 11. It says, but you know, but you are not controlled by, by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. I remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him, at all. and Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives, life, give you, gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from death lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from death, He will give life to your mortal bodies with the same Spirit within you. So Christ lives in us. So there's no way, for, there's no argument for us tr- through the revelation of the Spirit that we should now continue to, you know, put ourselves into all, answering all these. And even based on the reading that we've read, it is, you know, confirmed. But most importantly, confirmed by the Holy Spirit in our hearts that Christ lives and he will continue to live. and He true And it is the only path for us to be able to get to eternal life, or to even live it right world still on earth. You know, yesterday, one of the most important part uh, points about, and uh, we're talking about the scriptures, you know, it's about what the what the scripture is, the word. And it was, you know, when always talked about it, like the word is man. And we, you know, the, the revelation is for us to know that man, so that we can be able to, you know, to 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 be transformed to him so that we can make it to 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 heaven. But when you think about it, in that, in First Corinthians, First Corinthians uh, one, Paul was revealing that that you know that the people of the world, you know, they want confirmation, but God, you know, doesn't. You know, it said like the wisdom of God. I, let me quickly read it. The wisdom of God in. uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 18. It says the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know is the very power of God. Because for you know, for man, you know, we, we we put ourselves into argue, you know, we get into arguments trying to actually, you know, state the facts of truth. But have, I believe is true, faith. It is not true, you know, what we what, what we are trying to actually hold and say, ah, this is fact or not he said the message of course is foolish to those who are headed for destruction but we who are being saved know it is very power of god as the scripture says i will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discard the intelligence of the intelligent so where does this lead the philosophers the scholars the world's brilliant debaters Mm -hmm. those who argue those who want facts Mm -hmm. god has made the wisdom of this world look foolish Mm -hmm. since god in his wisdom saw it so to it that the world will never know him through human wisdom. Mm. So through dif- discoveries, through archaeological things, even though these archaeological things are pointing to it, that Christ mm-hmm. lived, but God didn't want himself revealed through that, f- f- mm. to, to, to that template. Mm-hmm. He wants himself, God, li- God wants fellowship. He wants, you know, he, he wants to mm-hmm. reveal himself through relationship, not through human knowledge, you know. So for all debaters, this is not true. I mean, if you want to get ourselves inside that kind of place and start arguing, we will lose the focus that God is not trying to reveal himself through arguments. God is personal. He says, since God in his wisdom saw to it that the world will never know him through human wisdom, he has used a foolish preach- preaching to save those who believe. It is foolish to the Jews who ask for signs from heaven. And it's foolish to the Greeks who seek human wisdom. So, when we preach Christ was crucified, the Jews are offended, and the Gentiles say it's all nonsense. But to those who are called by God, that is the point of this, I talk, I talk today answering it for all who are called, who are led by the Spirit. These full, said, for, but those who are called to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. This foolish plan of God is wiser than the wisest of the humans, plan, human plans, and God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. So remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. So for us to think about it, it is not based on, you know, human debate or argument. It is, you know, our belief is in faith. You know, we believe God, you know, our belief is a faith-based belief that we know that God lives. And the revelation and the manifestation of it through the Holy Spirit is revealing God to us every single day in our lives. And we have testimonies to back it up. And those testimonies are documented in the scriptures too for us to know that he lives. Because when you think about it, you know, when we go back to our reading, Abraham, you know, God revealed himself to him. And Jacob himself met God at the point when he was, you know, going somewhere. So God continually reveals himself to those, you know, who are called by him. And so for us, we, we shouldn't get into this debate. And if the Holy Spirit is ministering to us to reveal the mind of God that is revealing to us to other people, we will do, not get into debates and trying to actually prove true or fact because our minds are already dull, you know? You know minds of humans are dull, but God is revealing himself to us for us to be able to become who he created us to be. And I, I pray God will help us, you know? I don't know if I've done this justice, but I think it's a very big That's situation done. for us, for us <laughs> to for us to actually talk about, and I want every one of us, if we have the chance, to be able to, you know, talk about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, thank, thank you. you, Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. You you did justice, more than justice. Uh, because you know, one thing that uh, we have to understand is that this is our third day in discussing this to- topic about the uh, about uh, answering the. The the, the the question, asking uh, answering the, the the big question. And the big question, uh, as we go, part four, part five of it, we will come clearer to understanding what we're talking about here. It's about understanding who lives in us, who's directing us, who is leading our course, who is living our course, the course of our life. And that person is in the person of the Holy Spirit. and. Um, As we were talking, God took me back that the place of argument is not our place. Place of trying to justify Christ's death and reason is not our place. Our place is just to preach the gospel, live a life of holy, and then be the light of of the world. That is basically what our place is. Our place is in the submission to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit flow through us. Whenever we find ourselves in an argument to defend the word of God, we have injected that five senses into it and it does not please God in doing that. Because we cannot convince the mind's heart by our own philosophy, our own knowledge, or our own experience. The Bible it clear that the Holy Spirit is the one that convicts the heart of man. So when we find ourselves in that argumentative way, when you were talking, the Holy Spirit was just telling me that when you find the way, word of God, become agitated in your spirit. It's the enemy that's working it to make it agitated or make it to become a doubt, make it to become a challenge that you want to start arguing to defend it. When you find yourself in that argumentative state, step back, step back. Just say, no, 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 I'm not here to argue. Holy Spirit, we take control from them. When we start defending the word of God, we are now getting ourselves in God's place of convincing the people we want to convince. Listen to that story of Adam and uh, Eve and, and, and the serpent. God already spoken. And when the devil wants to destroy them, the devil started arguing with Eve. Brethren, that is where destruction starts arguing, because it will start placing doubt. When the argument comes, they're, they're, they're very crafty. The world is crafty to want to tell you that what you believe is not true. They will want to tell you that what you're following is the wrong direction. But you yourself, the only spirit in you is what convinces you. It's not what they say. It's not what, what you hear. Is what your relationship is with God that will help you to overcome whatever they're bringing to you because you already have that personal encounter with him. And when we have that personal encounter with him, nothing anybody can tell us that matters because he is the king of kings of our life. Holy Spirit is the one leading us. Holy Spirit is the one that's interpreting the word of God to us. Our relationship cannot be shaken by any form because we're establishing it. And when Eve entertain the argument with the devil, what happened? She fell to the trap of the enemy because they confuse her. The devil confuse her. The devil. Whenever we get ourselves in that place to defend God's word, let our life does, do that. Let the Holy Spirit do that. Let the, our relationship with Him let that let it do that because they will be observing us. When they are not able to win us through argument, they will start looking at our lives. They will start looking at who we are. And that is what's going to preach the gospel. What what we need to understand is who we are in him. And once we have that understanding of who we are with him, in him, the rest is easy because we will be led by the spirit of God. May God help us all in the mighty name of Jesus. That's my little contribution. You did justice today, Brian, which is wonderful. So please, everybody, join this morning and contribute. Welcome. Thank you very much, sir.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Sir. Like you said, we, we don't want to put ourselves in that position of trying to actually defend God. And we, one of the things that we've been discussing very much recently is about the letting letting the Holy Spirit do the work of transformation. You know, that let the God's light shine through us, not for people to see us, but for people to see who God is that God himself, like you said, you know, even a word of exhortation, it's enough. God will do the work that he's going to do without even us trying to actually interject who we are, you know, to reveal who Christ is. You know, one of the points that uh, it's, you know, the confirmation of the word of God, it is through the Holy Spirit. In that, uh, Romans 9, 1, He said, with Christ as my witness, I speak with utter truthfulness, my conscience and the Holy Spirit confirm me. So, For us, we don't have to, you know, continue to try to prove who God is because, like you said, since the world began, people have been seeing who God, God has been revealing himself through his creation. So, you know, we don't have to try and prove his existence because we know he lives in us. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Uh, More contributions, please. I know we're not a lot today, but let's just contribute, you know, testimony of the manifestation of his presence in our life, because that is how we can really minister to people, you know. Because if they ask us, so, so who, you know, you believe in Christ, so is he, or, or, what, what have you gained from it? He's based on those testimonies about his manifestation of his will and power about the revelations that we've received. That is how we can you say we overcame through the testimony. To, you know, so for us, that is how we can really reveal who Christ is in us, you know, Telling him how he's been good. And you know, telling him he's the only way for us to be able to live and live eternal. In the contributions, please. I know we don't have a lot of people, but we can still showcases. His- <laughs> Hallelujah.
3: I just wanted to give my little contribution that says we should always ask the Holy Spirit to lead us in everything that we do we should not just go in front of people and just say things just so that we we'll make ourselves look good or make ourselves feel more righteous than others it has to be the Holy Spirit guiding us um, giving us the words that we need to say When we approach people to tell them about the gospel, we don't have to like give them a whole sermon or talk about this and that and that. It might just be a word. It might be somebody telling you about what they're going through. And then you just chip in, Jesus loves you. And just say one word and then the Holy Spirit will take it from there and run with it and speak to their heart. And the work will be done. May the Lord help us in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, like like uh, you know, it's been revealed, like even pastor said it. We should let the Holy Spirit do the work of conviction and transformation, mm-hmm. you know, in, in lives so, or or in our lives most importantly, because even the fact that you know we are being led to to to, to reveal God, God is revealing something to us in that instant. That we are going to you know preach his word because in that place God is probably you know many, many times is revealing to us if we are if we, if we trust him because sometimes we let fear prevail if you know so even though we are you know he's going we're going to reveal who he is he's revealing himself to us in that same place so we should be led it's important to be led because you know if we're not led like you said you know we won't you know we're just doing... That is dead works. So that's when we get into arguments. And even the words that we're going to be speaking, He's going to reveal it to us, because it is His work. We are just vessels used mm-hmm. to propagate His kingdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lord, help us in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. More contributions, please. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, just to picky bank what Sister just just said, you see... Um, one thing that I think we need to know as well as Christian is that, yes, Jesus did tell us to go and preach the gospel and talk to people about who he is. Um, What he did not tell us is for us to to be condemning people or to look down on people and try to impose our belief in their life. No, he didn't tell us to do that. Tell us to speak about his about who he is what is doing in our life and that's the only way we can overcome the enemy exactly. we say we overcome overcoming by the blood of the lamp and by the word of our testimony what we have find out now that people become resistance of who christians are is because of our approach most of the time our approach is looking down on people to think that their lifestyle it doesn't fit the gospel and then we quickly pass the judgment to eradicate them or not even want to associate with them but it said let your light shine so that the people around you might see the one who is in you not by the word that we speak not by the approach most of the time now when we can look at God the way God look at us and look at others the way God sees us, because of His mercy, because of His grace. Our action will be to love others, regardless of whatever they may be, regardless of whoever they may we may think they are. If we can love them the way God loves us, then maybe they will want to hear what we have to say. Maybe they will, peradventure. Maybe they will look at us to say, "Ah, this person that can ex- exercise love." and kindness and and not condemn, maybe this person, I can hear what this person have to say. But if we already preconceived in our heart that this person doesn't deserve because this is the kind of person that he is, we have put ourselves in the pedestal of God. Then whatever we want to say at that time, it will be thrown back to our face. But instead, we should submit to God, allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, then everybody that sees who lives in us, trust me, they will come to you, Christ. Because the one that lives in you knows their heart. He can speak to their heart and he can manifest himself in your life to exemplify God to them, to point God to them, to say, whatever you are doing, I want to know about it. There won't be any argument because with him, there is no argument with him. If our life can be submissive totally to the Holy Spirit, it can lead us to change people's life. It can lead us to those people that need our prayer instead of our condemnation. Those people that just want to hear, ah, it will be all right. Let's pray. Let's hold. And I don't, I'm not condemning what you're doing, but I know God is with you. God can help you. That's where we need to go. Because when we were at our vulnerable states of life that we are condemned, written off and persecuted and put in the in the in in a place where condemnation should rain upon us jesus came and said no come on to me you have labored you have suffered you have done things that that require you to die but instead of that come I will help I will stand in gap for you not to die and go with help us it he will help us there is no reason to argue to argue but God will help us please uh if you have testimony shared this morning this is a very good s- subject this morning so uh it will help you. God will help us all we're not there yet but God will help us
0: will help amen us. amen amen uh like pastor said it is a, it's called the good news for 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 something it's not it's not uh, a news it's, it's, it's not a gospel of condemnation it's called the good news that we are serious, but well, God has shown us mercy and that is why it's a good news. Christ died for us, for us to have life. So for us to go into that, you know, reveal that, you know, propagating God's kingdom by, you know, testifying of his mercies because we were sinners. If we go from that humble space of, you know, we are still even falling short, but his mercy is rightly available for us. So if we look at it from that perspective of the good news, of salvation we there's no need for condemnation and there's no need for argument thank you sir do we still have any other contribution yeah
2: um yeah i just want to confirm about you know what was saying. you know instead of trying to change people you, know, you need to show the goodness of god in your life because you know since people want to um they, they want to see miracles you want to see you know, what the Lord have done because they don't believe in God? But, but you, as a Christian, you know, that's a mistake most of the time that we do when we try to, like, you know, change people right by what we are saying. But most of the time, we are not living by what we are saying. We think something else, what the Bible has said. But are we living the life that God also wants us to live by? Are we showing it? Are we living an example that we want other people to follow? That's, those are the mistakes that we do most of the time. You see, if someone he knows how to read, he knows how to write, he can, you know, he can put the whole Bible you know, from the beginning to the end. But when you see that person's lifestyle, you know, it's totally different from what they, they what they know in the Bible. So I mean my only thing I can say to all of us most of the time, we need to really, really have to think about the kind of lifestyle that we are living. Because you cannot. You, you cannot tell me that the Bible says this, this. Bible say that when you, when you are not living by the Bible, you are not like you know. Hello, hello. I okay, can hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry about it. When you are not like living by you know what you are, what what what, what the Lord is telling you. So those are the mistakes most of the time we do. Before in, before you try like to like convince somebody to become a Christian. Very important person see the kind of life that you are living as a Christian. Very the person know that, okay, this person is lovable. This person will have a humility. This person is kind. This person is the kind of person I want to be. Then you be able to convince that kind of person to live the life that you, you are living in, you know, Drag that person to God like, okay, this, all, this, all of these things I'm doing, I'm not doing it on my own. I'm doing it because of the Holy Spirit that is in me. I'm doing it because of the heavenly Father that loves me. That's the reason. So when that person brings their problems, you know, as pastors, you know, join them together and pray with that person. Let that person know that you know all of you know all of the things that you are going to that, that they are going to do, There is a helper. There is somebody that they can find their support in. There is somebody that they can look up to. Then there are something like yes, this thing is really working. i mean, that's my own contribution, Mister Mami. We really have to be careful, you know, what the you know what we are saying to people and the kind of life that we are living. Because you cannot you cannot you cannot when night time you go to clubs and do other stuff, or when you're talking to people, all the words that come out of your mouth is all caught. You know, but meanwhile like you go to you go to church and you, you behave like you say, the whole the pocket is on earth. i we pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Uh, a good word of uh, uh, edific- edific- edification. Uh, most importantly, that's one of the reasons that we have to be led before we even speak. Because if we are speaking the word, uh, the good news of salvation, through forgiveness of all, you say, all have sinned are fallen short. But Christ, should, for God showed us love in Christ Jesus. If we're showing that you know we are all vulnerable, but and we were all sinners. But well, Christ, in his infinite love, had shown us mercy. You know, if our message is about mercy, I think people, too, you know, they will be you know, attracted, you know, to, to, to Christ. Well, if we are, you know, putting our foot down and condemning people, it is hard because then our own character flaws, which Christ is working in us, will be revealed. Because like you said, the fact that we are saved doesn't leave us out from falling short or character flaws. That is why we keep crucifying flesh every day as we abide in Christ. Like you said, as we abide in him, then we we become him. We don't become him in a day. But if we are showing mercy, if we are showing grace, if we are revealing Christ's true mercy and grace by our conversation that we are all sinners, but Christ has come to save us. If it's the good news of salvation from freedom of bondage of sin, not condemnation of sin, because like I said, we are all sinners, but is it, we are you know in Christ we are we are made righteous through His blood, not based on the fact that we don't sin no more. It is because of his blood that we are made new. For us, if our message to other people is a message of love, of mercy, of grace, then people will gravitate to that. But if we are you know, trying to separate and say you are condemned or you are a sinner, we are all sinners, but it is through Christ's blood that we are made right. And may God help us. Thank you.
1: Amen. 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 If
0: we, if we don't have any other contributions, Pastor can just take, take it away from us.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Brian. Mike, uh, this is a, this is a very, very sensitive topic, but at the same time, very important, because you know, one thing that I understand when I, 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 as, as I'm growing, as I'm learning uh, of who the Holy Spirit is, is only telling us that He came for the world. Like I say in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 13, when Jesus said, but go and learn what it means to desire mercy. Go and learn what it means to desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I do not come to call righteous to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. And I think it's important because that correlation to what we started on Monday, um, Hosea chapter six, verse, uh, verse six that we read, that God said, I desire love, I desire mercy, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and knowledge of God more than bond offering. I think when we start meditating on those words and allow God to dwell richly in us, uh, instead of us to put ourselves in a place of condemning people, we will put ourselves in a place of mercy. Instead of us to put ourselves in a place of judging others, where we look for love and find a way to mitigate ourselves and those people so that they can come to see who lives in us. Like Bramach said, many people can quote the Bible all they want. Many sleep in the church, they live in the church. But when you see them outside, you will ask, wow. And you, that's who you are? When people just flare up on you for no reason, because of the little things, it is happening. But we are not there yet. When we start getting closer to him, to know him, like he said in that book of was here, that to know me, it's what's important, the knowledge of God. When we have the knowledge of God, we will not be sitting in the judgment seat. Instead, we will be sitting in the seat of love and mercy. Because we ourselves were once like that. So we will allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us and walk in us before we react, we will call the Holy Spirit. Ah, What I'm about to do, I hope it's not done through my five senses, but it's done through you. Because our five senses only lead us astray because they want something that we we please the flesh. And the Bible says the flesh and the spirit, they're against each other. Because what the spirit wants to do, the flesh don't want it to do it. What the flesh wants to do, the spirit doesn't like. So if we can submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit, every moment, every hour, every minute, every second, before we take a step, it will be easy for us to walk in love and express the mercy of God that we have really received to other. I may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. That's all for today. Thank you very much, Brian, for moderating this. You did a wonderful job. You did a justice to it, like you say. (laughs) Glory be to God. Let's, Let's just pray. But if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, you cannot even begin to understand what love means. Or what mercy means it is best for you to just say lord have mercy on me and you know you may say that okay, people that are out there are doing things that doesn't want you to come to christ nobody is condemning you all we are saying is that jesus loves you and there is nobody that's perfect in this world we know that you we are all sinner the bible said it but if you don't know him personally, Ask him to come into your heart today. Ask him to be your Lord and your personal savior. Ask him to wash away all this thing that you've you've done and ask him to start teaching you how to love, how to walk in love, how to experience mercy and ask him to teach you the knowledge of who God is. Now you will want to know more about God. And if you've done that, you can just look for a church close by you Redeem is all over the world, rccg.org. You can find us anywhere in the world. And just go to the church, ask the pastor, I just received Jesus Christ. I need help to guide me through. And then we direct your path. And I pray that the Lord, as you have accepted him today, that the Lord will start manifesting his power in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you once again for another opportunity that you have reminded us that you are, you are the only one that can do the work. Uh, if we're trying to help you, we are not doing justice. That we should surrender ourselves to you. Father, the ability to surrender to you, Lord, grant unto us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And those of those that we be hearing, that, that we are accepting you today, Father, as they're confessing you as their Lord and their Savior, start walking in them, Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For the rest of us that we still have a question mark in our heart, and our behavior, Lord, we ask for mercy. That, Lord, you will help us. Holy Spirit, come, come and uh, come and activate yourself fully in our life, that we will surrender to you fully, that we will not walk in our own ability, but we will depend upon you. Heavenly Father, we ask that, Lord, the rest of the world, Lord, that they are dying and perishing. Father, have mercy upon us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we are praying for healing upon this land, or upon this land, upon every nation. Lord, that, Lord, let your healing flow from this pandemic. Father, let your healing flow from all the killing uh, epidemic father let your healing flow father we pray lord for all our leaders the lord you will touch their heart it uh, will mend their heart uh, you will give them wisdom knowledge and understanding above all give them your fear let your fear let it penetrate through them visit them in their heart and lord convince their heart that lord you are the one the only one that rules with injustice father we thank you because the rest of the day is in your hand Guide our way, direct our path. Let your will be done in all that we will do today. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from all evils in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen i'm the one the lord has blessed so shall it be in jesus name thank you everybody thank you brian for leading god bless you all cover you with the blood of jesus all we need to do is show show love and then the love will then return back to us as a soul winning and god will help us to do that in jesus name god bless you all